0: Hello and welcome to a very special edition of the Movie Podcast. My name is Daniel and this is our exclusive interview with Senior Art Director Jacinda Chu of Insomniac Games. Now, joining alongside me swinging along through the city are my fellow Spider-Man. It is Shabazz. Hello, hello, hello. I'm Australian Spider-Man. It's Australian Spider-Man. Oh, I like it. And Anthony. Sorry, is there someone cleaning a window in here? Like, what's going yeah. on? <laughs> is someone spraying Windex? Oh, hold on. Well, I mean, we are swinging through the city, so maybe there's a lot of buildings that we leave webs on. Anthony is just thinking ahead. Has- now, Shabazz, you did pull up a little box there. What did you have there? I- I've got my Spider-Man 2 Sense that I didn't show during
1: our... Discussion about the game, but I thought I might as well show it now. But this is the box inside the box was once a controller. And if you're watching this on YouTube, there is a slight possibility, depending on how this is cropped. Anthony's probably shaking his head, like, no, you may see the controller back there somewhere. But who knows? Depending on it,
0: probably will be not in this no no.
1: in in the the IMAX (laughs) release of this video. You'll see it though. The IMAX and the IMAX release, you will see
0: 70 millimeter millimeter
1: version. Yes, yes.
0: Exactly that. Now, Shabazz, you were going to say something before I called out your controller. Yeah, no, just really like I I
1: wasn't thinking about that. But when like, what do they do with all the webs? Like they disintegrate. I know that. Like, but they
0: must like be bad for the environment. They must be like biodegradable, Spider-Man? man. I, I think I, I would hope they're biodegradable. I think I hope you know so. our Peter, he's a smart boy. He's a smart our Miles, boy. like you know this this web fluid. I think if anything will be to help the environment, right? As we uh, saw in Harry's, you know... It those helps sta- close those the ozone layer. It helps... I want cl- Yeah, a movie. I think that's it. Just web the, the ozone layer show. I want a movie on... On the doc, like a documentary style movie of how they clean up Spider Man's spider fluid all over the city. I love that. Well, there was that game. Well, I think it was the Spider Man 2 game, right? Where they had like all of the webs like in the city, or was yeah. that even just an ad for I, the film uh, where they were the just game. like all the, the webs were everywhere and they're just like, oh my God, we have to clean all of these. <laughs> yeah, that'd be a lot of webs. Uh, I should, that should have been a question I asked Jacinda because again, she is the senior art director. She's been at Insomniac for over 20 years. Um, and she's somebody that, you know, anytime an insomniac game has been coming out we loved watching your interviews and just hearing you know what uh, her team brought to the vision of the game and you know we have an incredible discussion lined up for you i want to say thank you to our friends at playstation canada and at insomniac and marvel games for making this opportunity happen for us uh, i got to go to la on behalf of the movie podcast team to go play spider-man too early go check out our preview that is a whole other video that is a whole other episode out with tons of new gameplay footage you don't want to miss that that's out now in all podcast feeds and on youtube so make sure we'll put a little banner somewhere here that you could go click on that after this uh this interview so you go catch our impressions because there's so much incredible uh goodiness in there that you don't want to miss um but yeah what an exciting time i am so grateful for the opportunity and i know we're so grateful for the opportunity um we had some incredible stuff going on this week on the movie podcast with tiff with in-person interviews with being rotten tomatoes accredited there's been a a huge week for us here on the show uh so for all of you listening all of you watching right now whether it's on podcast feeds on youtube we're doing this we're having these opportunities because of you supporting us we cannot thank you enough we love what we're doing want to keep doing it uh, because we love the movie podcast and we love talking entertainment with you so thank you for sticking around please join our discord we have a great community in there you want to talk about spider-man 2 let you know what let's open up a channel shay i think this week that, that as you're listening to this we should have a spider-man 2 channel up let's get the hype let's get that ball rolling so be, we can get all excited and get into the the spider-man 2 feels because it's coming october 20th is just around the corner um and this is just the beginning of our coverage like i said our hands-on impression video is out now also an audio version and this is our interview with jacinda chu um we had a great time we spoke about a lot there's some exclusive news in this one too you know with Spider-Man noir suit going to be coming out you know Venom having lips and that's just the tip of the iceberg there's lots in here uh, for both of you before we get to our interview I just want to ask what were your highlights for this interview for uh, for you guys listening I think for me it was uh,
1: the little bit at the end that she says like you know this is something and I don't want to spoil it but this is something that they've really been working on and they're really proud of and they really want people to play and it's a very specific moment at the end where Jacinda talks about some of the maybe extracurricular things within the game
0: yes definitely how about you Anthony for me it was uh, the technical achievements they've they've accomplished and the engineering team behind all the new things that we're going to be able to experience with our new PS5s and kind of ushering in the next gen of of PlayStation games like I think it's We've been waiting for a long time. I think the only game that I can think of right now on top of my head, Ratchet and Clank and it's also from Insomniac and yep. here we are with Spider-Man and I just I can't wait what the future looks like for all the other games like Wolverine and what they, they're going to do with that so yeah it's the technical stuff that really gets me excited it's a very exciting time there is so much to look forward to like i said spider-man 2 on ps5 will be out very very soon on october 20th uh thank you to our friends at playstation canada marvel games insomniac for making this all happen for us please welcome to the movie podcast senior art director of insomniac games jacinda chu Jacinda, thank you so much for sharing your time with us on the movie podcast today. Uh, We are so grateful for being here and for playing this game. I think it was very hard to pull me away. Um, But yeah, I I think seeing the level of detail in this world is absolutely amazing. Uh, What are your thoughts going into a sequel of probably one of the most beloved games, the most anticipated games of the year?
2: I think when we're making a sequel, we want to make sure that we preserve everything that was really cool about the first game. Uh, and then add to it, you know? So, I mean, one of the first things we do is we want to make sure that the art style is still consistent because I know some folks were like, oh no, well, Venom is in the game now. Is it going to be really dark? And, and maybe people want that too. But <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it will be a little bit darker, but we want to make sure that the game is, still has like the punchy, vibrant colors it's known for. Um, I mean, we've released some key art with, um, sort of speed shots with Venom and it's still colorful in time to wear, you know? Um, so, you know, there's that, just keeping that same art style. But then also adding like new things, right? So for us, it was obviously adding Brooklyn and Queens, which almost dulls the the, the size of the game. Um, and Brooklyn and Queens is really interesting because it's very geographically different than Manhattan. You don't have the giant skyscrapers. Um, and then Brooklyn and Queens is also where Peter and you know Peter's from Queens, Miles is from Brooklyn, um, and just be able to offer like different types of uh, geography, I guess. So you can get like standalone houses. Things are lower. Um, but you can still swing
0: seamlessly from one side of the map. I think that's one of the things that blew me away was just diving into where we started the demo, and just being like, I could go anywhere, I could swing anywhere, um, and you're just so immersed right away. And I think one of the things that was so special about the first game was that, like, seeing that big white spider and knowing that Insomniac wanted to do their own version of what's you know what's familiar but what's different. What was your approach going into a sequel where you have these iconic characters, you have Venom. We have a very big Venom picture to solve frame right now. Um, What was your thought process going in and making sure that these characters who are so iconic were still recognizable, but also having an insomniac flair to them?
2: I mean, one of the first things we do when we're working on these Marvel characters is just looking at what was done before in the comics, um, figure out what's classic about them, but then also giving it our own insomniac spin. Um, and I also talk about Venom everyone everyone's Venom, you know? <laughs> but, you know, but Venom in the comics, he's deceptively so far, right? Right. He's this, he just looks like a bigger version of Spider-Man in, right. like, the black suit. Um, but one of the things I noticed right away was that while Spider-Man yeah. uh, emotes through his eyes and his quips, he doesn't have a mouth. Right. But Venom has a mouth. Uh, well, the, one of the first things I asked Brian into our crew was, well, what's Venom going to do with his mouth? Is he going to be talking? yeah and then if so how much and then is he going to be using it for attacks um does he have lips set if he's talking so we actually spent a lot of venom
0: lips and (laughs) that's something i don't think i was ever i would ever think about until right now it's
2: it's something you have to think about because if you talk a lot you know you have to be able to make shapes with your lips um and fyi he does have like a very thin thin um lips you know just just enough so that
0: he can convey some venom lips confirmed (laughs) first exclusive thank you (laughs)
2: <laughs> but for the most part, he's almost like a skull when his, his mouth opens. But right. we actually um, put a lot of effort into making that satin mouth. You know, the bigger his jaw gets, the more the teeth elongate, the more they can splay out. Right. And at some point, his, hin- uh, his jaw actually can unhinge as well. So a lot of time um, and effort and technology went into that jaw. And then I think the other really big one was just translating the size of Venom and the shape of Venom into game. Because we wanted to make sure he looked both powerful but also fast because he's obviously made out of the semi-liquid material. So we actually did a, a lot of sketches um, and a couple versions of his size. You know, how big is big? How big is too big? Is it too small? Um, and we put it in the game. And at some point when we all played it, we were like, that's the size. Um, so that's kind of how we figured out um, Venom and what made him fun or cool in our game.
0: I love that. And I think what's so funny to uh, seeing the statue, the 19 inches of Venom out front, uh, seeing how large he is compared to uh peter into miles it's really it's really staggering uh but they're not the only ones getting like redesigned so we're also seeing like new looks for mj the looks for peter and for miles how are those looks evolving tied to the story that you guys want to tell this time around because we're nine months later from the first game
2: yes i mean i start with peter because in in the first game he is struggling to pay his rent and he's um you know trying to figure out what he's going to do with his life after he's graduated from college um at the beginning of this game he also has problems. Right. <laughs>
0: I mean, it's not it's not Peter Parker if he's not having some money issues, right? Right. Yeah.
2: So he's obviously uh, inherited Aunt May's house. Um, he doesn't want to give up the house, but he's struggling to pay the mortgage. Uh, so he has to be even more of an adult because before, if it was just him, it was okay if he lived in a you know a studio apartment. Right. But now he doesn't want to that house. So we did try to make his clothing more um, sophisticated, you know, just slightly. So he's not wearing his uh, funny science T-shirts anymore, although I'm sure he's got some he wears on the weekends. Right. Um, and he's no longer uh, wearing his hoodies now. So he is a little bit older. Um, so he wears, you know, button-up shirts a little bit more tailored. And then Miles, in contrast, in the first game, he was kind of like the younger brother, remember? Right. right. Uh, so he was wearing something very similar Peter. He had, like, really cute cartoon shirts, he yeah. had the hoodies. But in this one, because he also is trying to find himself, yeah. figure out who he is, I really pushed um, his look to make sure that he was trying to find his own way. it's reflecting how he looks. He's got his hairstyles. His clothes are no other so um, simple. Um, He definitely likes the bigger oversized clothes that are um, really graphic and colorful. Uh, Very, very different.
0: I love that. And there's this Pixar quote that I always think of about how the art challenges the technology and the technology inspires the art. How has the power of the PS5 now, I've seen the game, I've played the game, and see how much detail and just I've seen how much I feel like the PS5 is being pushed to create the probably one of the most beautiful looking games I've ever seen. How are you guys leveraging now that new power, because this is exclusive for PS5, how are you leveraging that now to, you know, have the detail that you do and, and to have a story this time around?
2: I mean, obviously, when you have a system as powerful um, as the PS5, you can just get more of everything. So... Our lighting is, is definitely higher fidelity and realistic than ever um, our reflections in particular. Uh, I am so impressed by what our engineering team is able to do because our reflections are also very, very high fidelity. You're seeing more reflected in Area four and a super high fidelity. Um, and not only have to draw distances are ridiculous.
0: Yeah, with a, with a map this size, it's like you. I feel like I could see forever and not just see it, but I could go to it.
2: Yeah, and one of the other things too is just getting on those web wings. Because before, when you swung on the webs, which don't get me wrong, I love swinging. Um, you're kind of limited by the attach points, right? But those web wings can get you really far up above the city, and to be able to see that view um, is something that we work really hard on.
0: Yeah, and I think an- another thing, just because like I always like I-, I always was thinking like, okay. What are things in the first game that I'm like, that I always would run into and I'm curious how they were solved or changed this time around. Uh, I noticed when I was swinging across to the other island, and it's just like, you're on the water and now you could skid on the water, then jump off the water. So it's like, you're seeing like these little improvements like here and there that it's so cool to see that. And I'm glad you brought up the web wings Um, and just the suits in general in this game. How did you even begin to start planning the level of customization, the colors, The amount of suits, because I know in the demo we play, there's a a few different suits. There's going to be a lot more suits based on the pre-orders and everything we've been seeing. Where do you even begin to look at, like, what ones do we want? What are we going to create? And what's going to be original to the game?
2: I feel like that's, uh, I feel like I need to start taking rhymes or something. (laughs) (laughs) Everyone's like, why did you do this? Why didn't you do that? Um, And I would, I I confess that's a little bit of this, a little bit of that. Um, So there's three types of suits in the game. Um, Suits that are um, from um, the previous game. Um, or perhaps inspired by, you know, MCU or cross, uh, you know, just duos of stuff from the Spider-Verse um, um, universe. Uh, and then the second tier are the the comic book suits, so ones we drag over from the comics. And then the third bucket um, are unique um, or custom suits for the game. So maybe they're tied to the narrative, uh, maybe they're part of DDE. Uh, and then among the suits, it is a little bit subjective in terms of which ones we do bring over, come back, you know, bring over from the previous titles and which ones we bring over that brand new but for the most part we try to just get a lot of variety so um maybe we'll pick some suits like the arachnid suit which has a cape because we want to get some of the cape you know stuff in or maybe the you know the uh, new ours suit for a spider-verse we point that in um then other suits because we don't want everything to have cape maybe we want something that's like um a big sweatshirt that we right. can wear so a lot of it is actually just making sure hopefully that there's something for everyone because it's impossible to please everybody right. Um, but it's really just making sure that we have a breadth of suits um, is how we normally make those kinds of decisions
0: but I mean like I and I know you said it's impossible to please everyone I'm like how could you not be pleased with what we've gone so far I mean I, I you know I remember like the, the amount of suits that you guys were dropping for the first game and as you know for as the Christmas present with the Ramy suit and just like from there just it, it's so special to see how the first game evolved. And now coming back to this one, seeing how this one is going to evolve too. I'm curious because we're in such a renaissance right now with Spider-Man. And I and I think back to the first game dropping in 2018, we had into the Spider-Verse come out that year. And now across the Spider-Verse is out, and then this game is following it this this fall. Um, we're in such an amazing time period for Spider-Man. What inspirations are you guys looking at? So, you know, not just at the suits, but are you looking at, you know, the different types of designs and and the looks that, you know, across Spider-Verse or even like the Tom Holland films have uh, have brought, like, and kind of informed your take on Spider Man.
2: Um, for the most part, the the movies and the animation and the video game suits are all, all kind of on their own tracks, and we respect that. You of know? course, yeah, we love uh, what everyone else is doing. Um, but for us, when we make a unique suit, or even if we're working with, uh, say, our DDE artists, um, we try to carve our own path, and a lot of that's really reflective in the narrative. Um, and I I want to tell you so much because we haven't revealed some of this stuff.
0: I know, I know. <laughs>
2: I hope that, uh, I guess, Dance will have to just play the game and, and discover it himself. <laughs>
0: yeah, I know. There's there's a lot to look forward to. I know th- there's so much that I, I, that I want to talk about. Uh, the black suit is this one that's... Uh, I remember Brian, the first time around, was when he would talk about that suit. It's like, you know what? That's a special suit. We don't want to just have that suit in the game without it, not, without it meaning something. Now having it in this game, how excited has the team been to really, you know, again... You guys have done the insomniac way and not just created just a black looking suit. It has like a, a living organism to it. Where did you guys begin with trying to, you know, figure out that look?
2: I'm so glad you mentioned that because that was intentional. So um, the black suit from the comics is very simple, deceptively simple, right? It just looks like an inverted Spider-Man suit. It's right. very plain black with a white spider. So the first time we tried it, we actually did something really simple. But it seems kind of funny if that black and white suit is made out of sloth. Right. You know, it just didn't seem right. Um, so then we were like, we need to pull the narratives into it. And we want to make sure it looks like there's some symbiote um, influence. Right. Which is where you get, like, that that constantly moving kind of semi-liquid symbiote oh, yeah. motion. Um And even there's there's tendrils that were vetted in th- into the suit as well. Um, and the cool thing about that, too, is that we want the, not only the player to feel like, oh, something's not quite right. We want the other characters in a narrative to 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 notice that as well and you notice that obviously one of our demos were you know it's making peter more aggressive and miles and and ganky notice it right um because we want them to think wow this is super powerful but something doesn't seem right with it you know so we definitely made uh it a slightly creepy as well
0: yeah no I- i'm curious for you there's there's obviously so much in this game and i know there's so much you want to talk about but is there something particular very something very specific that made into the game that you notice it every time you see demos. You're just like, I'm so glad that we were able to get this to work or make or make this get into the game.
2: Uh, you know, for me, one of uh, my favorite things in the game is our night lighting. You know, because um, one of the things I really wanted to figure out in the first game was to make our night lighting look more realistic and uh, that we want the world to feel a little bit darker because in real life, the city is quite dark at night. But then the problem is that it doesn't always work for gameplay. So for us to get the right balance of, um, you know, darkness and lightness, uh, and making it look more like real life, but then also still making it usable. Um, that was a big uh, challenge for us, and I feel like we we solved it. Um, and then the other kind of uh, fun thing that I hope players will discover pretty quickly is that we've actually added interiors to a lot of the buildings. So now when you're crawling um, on a building, you can see people inside. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and it kind of adds a whole other layer of depth to the city. It does, and when you when you see just how detailed the city is, I don't think I was expecting it to look as... I knew it was going to look amazing, but when you see the level of detail across the game and in the menus and all these like little things, there's so much that people may not even see their first time around, right? And I think as someone who I've I've, I've played the first game in Miles Browse probably like five or six times each, and it's like you feel like you're finding something new every time, um, it's really special. And I'm curious for you, who someone who's been at Insomniac for, for so long, what has kept you there all these years and what keeps surprising you with the team?
2: One of the things I love about Insomniac is that we do a lot of self-reflection, so we'll kind of finish something, and then we ask ourselves, well, what could be better? And then we're constantly pushing ourselves. And I love the fact that we will always go back and just figure out, man, we, t- we should have done this better, we should have done this. Um, but then also that sense of camaraderie and teamwork, I feel we're definitely like one of those teams mm-hmm. that leverages all the ideas and thoughts and input from the entire team to inform what we're doing next on the next game. Um, and I think that's what makes Insomniac super special because everyone there is either, you know, a Hartford gamer, Spider-Man fan, you know, you name it. Um, and we're all able to contribute different things to the project. Yeah,
0: it's amazing. And, and I know there's there's so much to look out for. I'm so excited for October 20th. I don't think there's a game that has had me this excited in a very long time. Um, and to see what you guys are doing with Spider-Man and Wolverine down the road, uh, I think we're just going to have an amazing time in the next couple of years with Marvel and Insomniac.
2: Thank you so much. Yeah. Um, and by the way, can I just give one pro tip to anyone who's playing the game? Please,
0: get, <laughs> give, give the pro tips. We love them.
2: Um. So we've added a lot of great side content, which hopefully you got to experience today. Um, but one of the things I know people love about our game is just the amount of narrative um, and story that we, we have in the world. So we've definitely made a big effort and pushed to put a lot of narrative into the side content. So I would tell people to please um, play those optional missions because um, you will see some really cool surprises.
0: Yeah, I think just, again, I won't spoil anything now, but just seeing little symbols and things there, like there's a lot going on in this world and it's it's going to just be something that just consumes my life and it's going to consume consumes everyone's life when it comes out. So just, I just want to say thank you so much for your time. We absolutely love the work that you and the team are doing. We're such huge fans on the movie podcast. So thank you so much. And I really hope we get to talk to you again.
2: Thank you.